Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. I missed that intro. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that intro. I like, I really, I think I do like this intro music. All right, we're back to it. Your like daily it. scrum, mm. Ryan Ripley, Todd Miller. We get together every day, answer your questions, try to help you do scrum a little bit better. And uh, a little bit. Just incrementally. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine after watching 365 days of us, how much better you can be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hopefully not worse. <laughs> just a little better. Leave your questions below. Like and subscribe. Do all that cool YouTube stuff. We'll talk more about that at the end screen. What we're going to do right now is fire up our question. How does a scrum master handle a silent person? someone who's not engaging mm -hmm. uh, when you're trying to coach them. You ever been there, Todd? Yeah. You know, this um, kind of to tell a quick story of being a scrum master. This happened. Um, so uh, the, I d dealt with uh, many introverts in my, in my time. And one of the times there was a person who was really, um, really quiet and specifically um, would do anything they could to avoid talking in a daily scrum let alone any other event. Right. And, um, you know, uh, th there was also another person on the team that was a talker offering first opinion, those kinds of things. And so I really, this is the situation. I'm a super extroverted person, super introverted person. I actually did talk to the extroverted person and said that maybe we need to work on, um, including myself, right. Uh, we asked if they could work with me on clearing some space to allow this person to talk. Uh, and, um, then met with that person that was quiet and kind of worked with them and, and helped them, you know, to understand the implications of not speaking during a meeting and that we were going to give them space to, to, to learn how to do it. And, and, uh, and it worked, right. Just giving them the opportunity and making them feel a little bit safer about it. And then working with the extroverted person that was always offering first. Um, I, I, I really worked, uh, with this person to come out of their shell a bit. I don't think they'll ever be comfortable. Right. But um, they did a they did a really good job. So that's kind of my story about dealing with a person that was really quiet, very silent during during anything. 
Yeah, I, I, I kind of have mixed thoughts on this. Part of me is just like, if coaching is by invitation, which I think it is, like I can't just walk up to Todd and say, hey, Todd, I'm going to coach you now. Like that is like really aggressive and really weird and really mm -hmm. creepy, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I have to, hey, I'm seeing something, you know, are you open to sitting down and having a chat? I got some questions. Can we explore this? Mm -hmm. Right. Or, or someone better, better yet, they come to you saying, Hey, I think there's something going on that I would love for your, you to provide, speak some truth into my life at, you know, help me explore something. It's in either case, it's invitational in nature. When a person is silent or not participating, I think it's time to walk away and get out of the coaching stance immediately. Mm. Like I, I just, I mean, in, in your case, I, I think you, you still did fine. I, I mean, I'm not given an anti pattern or anything there, but for me, when I notice that someone just isn't engaged, or maybe I've asked a question and they've kind of gone inward a bit, and it's the question bothered them a bit. Todd, we had this in a class once in a in a professional scrum master advanced uh, course mm -hmm. where we hit we hit a person with some questions, and she just went internal, and it was a long time before she started talking again, and that that talking came with some tears, and mm -hmm. and then she asked for some help, and we just I think we did the right thing, we just backed away. Mm -hmm. And we gave mm -hmm. her the space to process. And when she was ready and asked us to engage, we engaged, you know, we were, we, ma we maintained professional boundaries. And, and so I think part of that, part of the equation too, there is that coaching is invitational by nature. Yeah. And we got to be real careful here as well. You know, I, I have another thought on this, Ryan, and outside of the coaching stance, right. Is how does a scrum master handle a silent person? Um, immediately, one of the things that comes to mind that I would want to ask myself is how much are you talking as a scrum master? <laughs> like, cause I can, I, I can be, um, I, I, by no means, am even would remotely close to an extrovert. I'm very much the opposite of that, but I get passionate about something and I will drive it until you've seen that happen. I will go until someone tells me to stop. How, maybe sometimes you need to take a step back and stop talking. Right. So just to put that out there, not to, you know, kind of not trying to do that, but how much are you talking? Yeah. I think scrum masters got to be super careful. Like, are we filling up all the space? Are we filling all the space for others to, to speak truth into what's going on? Um, but also even, even inside of, of maybe we're not talking as much, but maybe we're being super directive. Mm -hmm. You know, what's your question to statement ratio? Do you ask, you know, for every direct statement you make, are you asking at least three questions? These are magic numbers. You figure out your ratios. But I mean, maybe that's a big part. I like that, Todd, like looking yeah. at our own speech and our patterns. And are there question marks or periods at the end of predominantly at the things that the at the end of what we're saying? Right. Yeah. I prefer to see more question marks show up. But, you know, me uh, just I we're both very capable of standing up on a soapbox and, mm -hmm. and people in our classes have to shout out Elmo. And, and get us to, you know, enough, let's move on. And, and sometimes that's needed too. So yeah, watch yourself, keep an eye on the other person. Sometimes give them some space. Sometimes you got to create space so the, that person can speak, but uh, these are good things to think about and look at. So let us know in the comments, right? Any of these yep. tips help? Do you have a tip or trick that has helped when a person is kind of pulling back from a conversation or resisting some coaching? Um and let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear your stories and maybe this generated a question. Let us know and we'll try to answer it in a future video. Yeah, good luck. You can do this. You can get them person uh, feeling comfortable and talking. There we go.
Hopefully we can get all of you comfortable with liking and subscribing. <laughs> Our data is showing that most of you watching have not liked and subscribed. We've got a lot of new videos coming out. I'm actually doubling efforts on the Scrum Guide 2020 explanations. Those are going to be flying out soon. Make sure you don't miss them. Like and subscribe. Check out the socials. LinkedIn has been pretty lit lately. There's a poll up there that has caused a bit of a stir. You might want to check that out. Boom, look, some videos popped up. The algorithm thinks you'll like them. We do too. Uh, for Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. We want you to go forward, do a little good scrum today. Come back tomorrow. We might have another nugget of wisdom for you. Or maybe we'll just ramble for a bit. Who knows? You might have to Elmo this video and close the browser. But in any case, we hope we're helping. We hope you're doing better. Leave us some comments. Let us know. And we'll check you out and all the comments out tomorrow. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.